Welcome, Sugar Rebel. This is Anna, and I am back. And I completely apologize for being MIA for the last couple of weeks. It has been a crazy moving um, kind of period for us, uh, moving our family of four from Louisiana to California. So if you have moved at any point in your life, I'm sure you understand. Um, I thought I was going to be able to swing my schedule, but you know, there's some unforeseen uh situations where I wouldn't have been able to so um, it would just been too stressful to stay on track with the schedule of the podcast but it looks like things are simmering down and everyone's settling in so hopefully we are good to go so welcome to episode 30 and uh, for those of you who maybe have listened to my podcast for the first time last episode where I talked about your sex life. Um, Welcome to the Sugar Rebel podcast, the Keto and Life Hack podcast. And um, I am really not surprised that that topic was very, uh, how do you call this? It had a lot of plays, a lot more than any of my other episodes. And so Hopefully, as I go deeper into that journey, pun intended, (laughs) I will be able to share a little bit more about my experience. Um, I'm actually taking one of her salons um, and it's going to be very interesting. And, um, you know, you always grow, right? Whenever you go into a different area of your life and um, focus on a different area that needs working and um, that's really what keto and life hacks podcast is all about right it's about giving you the hacks that you can do just that extra tip extra tactic or strategy that when you implement it consistently is going to change the change the trajectory of your life so that's what we are all about over here in the sugar rebel community so today's topic is going to be back to basics um i feel like so in the last three months i have ran my seven day keto challenge consistently once a month even through our moving um if (laughs) that was kind of a little crazy but um the, the the theme that i've seen when whenever people take the seven day keto challenge is that they get amazing results and that is why i continue to do it every single month otherwise i wouldn't do it right because it's all going to be about results if what you're doing right now is not getting you the results that you're looking for whether that's for nutrition with exercise with your career or with your relationships then you have to find a different way or go back to basics like what we're doing today and um the reason why a lot of the people that do the seven day keto challenge are successful is because i take them back to basic the basic stuff the foundational stuff the fundamentals right if you played any kind of college or high school or elementary sports in your life ever you will know that the coaches coach on the basics because that is your foundation. And so, and the reason why they, the, my challengers get the results that they are getting is one, yes, it's the basics. And then two, it's easily implementable. And I have coached through a lot of different business coaches and mentors in the past. And 
I learn from them not only the principles but also on how they teach and the reason why I structured the seven day keto challenge the way I did is because I now realize that especially in this high tech you know quick changing world of technology and communications and social media we need something quick right and we need something easily implementable because we're living ever increasingly busy lives and um, the whole idea for the seven day keto challenge is to teach you one tip a day that you're going to implement that day and what i found is that i have a higher probability of clients that do that because it's not overwhelming they can do one thing a day for seven days and build up on that habit over the long term and then once they see the results that they are looking for or get that strong kickstart or they lose anywhere from seven to 13 pounds in seven days they they know that it works now and they're going to stick to it more likely because they have seen the power of it already and how it can the consistency and the basics and the fundamentals can change their life and so that's what i'm going to do for you guys today if you have been living the keto lifestyle or maybe you have done it before and maybe you didn't stick to it as long as you wanted to to see the results that you're looking for hopefully that this episode will take you back to the basics so that when you implement them um, that you um, will will see the results that you're looking for that maybe you've seen a friend or a family member or a co-worker see living the keto lifestyle right um so if, if you are interested in seven day keto challenge um it's starting as of the recording of this podcast it's starting on august 18th um and as of now it is august 4th um this episode will be, will be released on august 5th um so just message me on facebook or um reply to this podcast somehow i think or or find me on instagram as the sugar rebel and um anna dornier d as in delta o-r and as in nancy i-e-r on facebook and message me directly from there so i can send you some details so here we go step one is lower your carb intake this this is very basic right we know that keto is low carb and most diets i hate to call it a diet because it is a lifestyle change it's not a fad um even though some people think it's still a fad uh, but having lived it lived it for almost four years now um i know that this can be a sustainable lifestyle change so any diet is low carb for a very good reason lower your lowering your carb intake means you're going to lower the insulin response and the only way that our body can be in a fat burning mode is when insulin is low and that's why low carb diets of any kind work best but that's only a part of the equation um, so lowering your carb intake will ultimately again keep your insulin levels basically um on a pretty good level to where you are at the point where you can access your stored energy in the form of fat and ultimately anytime insulin is high you just have to remember anytime you eat a high carb meal or any like high calorie meal um, that contains carbs and proteins at any point um, it's going to stimulate the insulin response and anytime the insulin is high 
you're always going to be in a fat storage mode or in energy storage mode in the form of fat. And so low carb is there to keep insulin low so that you can be in a fat burning mode. And at least you're getting ready to be in a fat burning mode and be able to access your stored body fat for energy. That's all I will say with that um, in terms of the actual numbers and what I've seen work for people in real life in terms of the keto lifestyle is anywhere from 20 grams to 50 grams a day, just depending on how sensitive you are to carbs. So what that would be for you will really depend on troubleshooting um what i would suggest is just focus on eating getting your carbs mainly from vegetables and that's it um, at least for the first one to three weeks of you transitioning from being a carb burner to being a fat burner or turning into keto um, that would be my suggestion if you're not looking to like track anything um, vegetables will be your best bet so vegetables that are green that are low carb right so broccoli cauliflower any any green stuff that you would put in a salad for instance um, or like mustard greens or whatever um, so there's other vegetables that are high in carbs like carrots for instance right so you want to stay away from those as much as possible and stay close to like the green stuff or the cruciferous vegetables like cauliflower and broccoli um so that would be all i would say about that if you need a food list there's a food list in the file section on of my sugar rebels group so if you're not already a part of that um you can feel free to request to join that group and um, i'll tag you on their resources and um Step two or tip two is going to be salt it up. So salting it up is not just like your table salt. It talks about, it pertains to electrolytes, your potassium, magnesium, calcium. So basically electrolytes generate the body's electricity. They dictate whether or not we're going to be absorbing some uh some some of the water that we're we have in our body um you know there's like calcium potassium channels and stuff like that they basically act as um they attach to gateways in our cells that let water in and so in the absence of electrolytes um we can have a hard time staying hydrated um, and can ultimately affect how our body operates because if you think that it's the electricity of your body you lose electricity what happens right you lose energy and a lot of other functions as well and the reason why electrolytes are so key to the ketogenic lifestyle whether you're doing living the keto lifestyle and eating eating the diet way or just drinking ketones is that ketones are diuretic and so that means that along with the lowering of the insulin you release any kind of water that you've been retaining because we were constantly adjusting in insulin right all the time that causes water retention on top of that once you hit that state where you're in ketosis you're also going to be more diuretic because ketones are diuretic so that means you might be peeing a lot and with that water that you're releasing with your pee uh, your electrolytes go with it as well and so you need to replenish that and replace all the electrolytes you're losing through your pee and a lot of the people that experience the keto flu is because they don't they don't have enough electrolytes to replace 
um, what they're losing through their urine. And so it's true. It's really, really important. Um, not only when you start the lifestyle, when you're transitioning, but also to, um, continue drinking electrolytes and making sure that you have enough of it. Um, or it can result to headaches, right? Nausea, all the kind of signs that people see when they have the keto flu. Um, on, on top of that, I want to kind of go to the next tip, which is hydrate. And that most people think of hydration as just water. Um, so water actually needs electrolytes to enter your cell um, in the form of osmosis. So basically the more electrolytes you have, um, the more water can enter your cell. So that's at, at its basic, that's, uh, that's as simple as I can explain it. If you don't, you might be drinking um, a lot of water. Um, but if you don't have the electrolytes to go with it, you might experience some bloating like in your extremities or even around your belly area. Um, so it's because you're not able to absorb the water into your cells. And so that goes hand in hand. So tip number two, electrolytes, increase your electrolytes. And tip number three, go hand in hand together. You can't go without the other. And what I would suggest is at least five um, 20 ounce waters a day. So like, that's how I keep track of it. That's why I went there right away. Um, about a, a liter of water a day, right? So about 25, 20 ounce bottles. And I say that it's because I have this Yeti cup that I fill up with ice and water constantly. And I make sure that I sip on it throughout the day. And I make sure I have five of those a day. That's how I keep track of my water. Um, water is so essential. Um, hydrating with water and electrolytes is, is essential, not only just through the, with the keto diet, but through just longevity in general. We're 80% water, right? It, even our brain is mostly water. And so without hydration, without water, we're going to have poor circulation, which means nutrients are not going to get to where they need to be um, in our body. And then we're gonna, not going to be able to detoxify as well either. Um, and if you read or listened, the last episode this is what i did not mention in that episode is that having more water actually helps you be more lubricated in in there <laughs> when you did the deed um so uh that really motivates me to do that and i've noticed i will promise you i've noticed a lot more lubrication in that area um, you know, when I was more intentional with my, my water, that's actually the only thing that really motivated me to drink more water, to be honest with you, right? That will definitely, especially if you're married, right? It's so, it's so important. Okay. So that, that, those are tip three tips so far. Tip number four is going to help a lot of you is increase fat intake. After all, the key to lifestyle is high fat, low carb, and moderate protein, right? So high fat, this is the, the, probably the number one mistake I've seen a lot of people do, mainly because we've been so conditioned to believe that fats are bad for us. And so in the back of our mind, even though we're like, oh, I love keto, I'm going to do keto, you know, it's high fat, I can have all this fat. I think that in the back of our mind, we still have that fear that it's going to cause a heart, a heart attack or heart disease or heart issues, right? Um, because we've been, I mean, not, I'm not blaming anyone because I thought the same thing, right? At first, but if you don't increase your fat intake, you're going to be in a constant battle of not having enough energy 
and you're probably gonna have some headaches because basically your body's confused. Like, okay, so you lowered my carbs. That's why lowering your carb intake is only a fraction of the picture. You've lowered your carbs, but then you didn't give your body an alternative fuel source. So now you took out the carbs and now you're feeling tired all the time because you're not increasing your fat intake to a level where it forces your body to recognize that you're actually wanting your body to burn fat for energy. And so you wanna increase your fat intake up to 150 grams a day for females. Maybe for, for males, probably 200 grams a day in order for your body to say, oh, okay, I don't have much carbs. I'm not having as much protein as I used to if you're coming off of like a high protein plan, which I think most of my clients and including myself came from. Um, and now I have all this fat that I can use for energy and I also have stored body fat for energy. Hmm, um, I can turn this fat into fuel, right? And so without that increased fat intake, you're gonna be tired a lot and you're not gonna go into ketosis. And this is this one thing can change you and you're, I'm probably talking to a lot of people if you tried keto before and maybe didn't feel like it worked for you. Um, so increase your fat intake is going to be key because um, it is high fat, low carb, right? Um, and then the moderate protein gets in there. I don't focus much on protein because I feel like it's not as important. Um, a lot of people tend to eat a moderate amount of protein anyway to begin with. Um, but if you need a guideline for protein, um, I recommend anywhere from 60 grams a day if you're not working out, um, up to about 100 grams a day for women if you are working out, especially if you're strength training and about 150 grams a day of uh, protein for men if you are working out as well. Probably more just depending on your, your height and how much muscle you already have and all that stuff. So, but those are like just basic guidelines. So that's, that's tip number four, increase your fat intake. Tip number five is to exercise. I would um, not serve you well if I didn't not include this tip number five. Um, because obviously this is my, this is my original background, you know, as, um, I transitioned into keto coaching, my original background is in fitness, you know, right after owning a fitness bootcamp for 10 years, um, I've seen the power of exercise, um, not just boot camps in general, but in, you know, exercise is a way to remove glucose from your blood and also circulate, um, things to your body, right? The more you move, the more your 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 uh, blood circulates through your body, which again helps distribute nutrients into your body. So from that stand standpoint, it's a lot of benefits already, right? We haven't even touched upon like being able to increase muscle when you're strength training consistently, like even three times a week of e either. Um, body weight workouts where you're using your own body weight for resistance or actually using um, dumbbells or kettlebells or whatever weights, weight bearing exercises to build your muscle is huge. It's huge over time. And I feel like a lot of people miss out on all of these benefits because they, they, they have the excuse of being too busy 
or um, too lazy, right? Once you're in ketosis, you're gonna have all this energy anyway. So put it to good use and go, you know, go for a walk. Start doing some body weight exercises while you're walking, um, or start to get like some even resistance bands if you don't want to get a gym membership, right? And start doing some weights um, because not only the is more muscle going to equate to more disposal for glucose right your muscles store glycogen glucose in the form of glycogen and so it's just more tissue to to use sugar and get sugar off of your blood um on top of that for longevity purposes in terms of mobility not being you know being being resilient right not you know if you like um let's say twist your ankle is not the end of you or like if you if you fall and like fracture your hip or something like that well you're probably not going to fracture your hip if you have strong muscles around your hips because you've stabilized it over the years right and so longevity comes to mind the more we get older right the more we think of how am i going to perform in my older years versus am I going to look good right now? Right? Like not that like, um, aesthetic, right? Like looking good, feeling good and looking good in like your clothes when you're shopping and all that stuff. It's not important. It's definitely cool, right? To have those results. And that's what majority of the people have results. But what we don't think about in terms of exercise is what's the benefit, the long-term benefit of it to us, right? as we get older and how are we going to perform simple tasks if we're not able to stay agile agility is so important and being resilient and being strong are important like being able to simply like lift your carry-on luggage to the top of the uh to the whatever um the bin right in the in the in the airplane and being able to do that like just think about that right just simple tasks like or being able to carry your groceries from your car to two flights of stairs if you live in an apartment or a building or something right um so those simple things we have to start thinking about now before it's too late and that's why tip number five is exercise on top of that if you use um, exercise during let's say the first two to three weeks of you transitioning from being a car burner to a fat burner essentially you can get as much blood glucose out of your blood um, by doing some cardio so if you can do some sprints um, or just jog run jog run um, or just plain steady state cardio where let's let's say maybe you're on the elliptical at a little bit of a higher level with more resistance resistance and do that for 40 minutes for instance that's going to help reduce a lot of glucose from your body which will ultimately help get you into ketosis um, sooner rather than later so that's where exercise will help during that initial transition period and um what else i think those are the, the top five um i just wanted to give you the basics um and i hope that this has helped you again these are the basics if you've heard it before you know there for me having two young kids and you know realizing how long it takes for them to learn some of the things that we need to learn helps me realize like oh my gosh like 
I need more reminder each day, frequency of reminders um, each day for the things that I need to do um, to move my physical health forward, to move my business forward, to move my relationships forward, right? We need those constant reminders. So take this as a reminder because we all need to be reminded, re reminded more than taught. And so take this as a reminder, maybe keep it in your back pocket literally and figuratively for later let's say if you don't need it quite right now or maybe share it with a friend who may have done the keto lifestyle before and maybe they did not get as good of a results as they um as they wanted um because you know a small portion of the people that do my seven day keto challenge are people that have tried keto on their own but did not really know what they were doing exactly or maybe they just felt overwhelmed and they just gave up um, they didn't have anyone to talk to or ask whether whether or not something that they're doing is right or wrong right so that's helpful um, and that's why the seven day keto challenge is there um, to plug people into um, not only to get started strongly, but also learn the basics and have somebody to hold their hand and be able to reach out to somebody for support and accountability, um, you know, because this is a new way of life for most people. And, um, and a lot of education needs to happen for us to be successful and be having somebody to show you success and show you what the path to that success is going to be helpful so if you or someone you know might be interested in the seven day keto challenge um the best way to plug into the challenge and get more information about it is either reach out to me as the sugar rebel on instagram or facebook i have pages on both of those platforms and i also have my personal page at anna dornier a-N-N-A and last name is D as in Delta O-R-S-N as in N-C-I-E-R and you can message me on any of those platforms and get more information um, I would love to help you or your friends and colleagues um, in what, wherever they are in their keto journey. It's for everyone. It could be somebody who's just starting out don't know anything about keto somebody who's done it before wants to try again um, or somebody who um, maybe is already living the lifestyle just maybe needs a kickstart, right? Because we do have those busy times. Like maybe they just went on a summer vacation and got off plan and they just need like a kickstart, right? So that will work for them as well. So um, with that, I will leave you with this episode and um, the next episode will be this Thursday. So I will see you then. Thanks for tuning in.